Hi, this is David McCall, and welcome to the Benefits of Being Single podcast, a podcast in which I have an open discussion about some of the things that I've been able to learn and appreciate throughout my time of being single. And I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who took the time to listen to my podcast. Um, I had a chance the other day to look at my analytics and um, to be honest, the podcast itself has been doing a lot better than what I thought it would be doing. Um, When I first started this back in January, I honestly thought that I would be lucky to see at least 50 downloads within three to five months. And the other day when I checked on the number of times, well, the other day when I had a chance to review my analytics, I saw that I'm close to hitting the 300 mark. So I want to take the time to thank everyone who who has taken the time to listen to my podcast, even though I know that the quality of the um, podcast itself isn't always great. I'm still working out ways to improve the quality of my recordings. In addition, I'm not sure if you guys noticed, but sometimes I try to filter out some of the additional um, noise that my dog contributes to. If I keep him in a separate room, that causes him to whine. And if I just let him roam around freely, um, because my mic picks up everything, his post up can sometimes be picked up as well. So just in case if anybody have any questions, what those doll sounds might be. Once again, I just want to thank everybody who took the time to listen to my podcast. And hopefully as I continue, the quality will improve. And in this episode, I wanted to respond to a email I got um, last week. In the email, the individual was asking, what are some techniques that I use in order to avoid toxic people? Or pretty much was searching for advice on ways to avoid toxic people. And because I um, like to take a few days to gather my thoughts and ponder on the questions, I took some days after the email came in to just gather my thoughts it's because I wanted to develop a more balanced response. So to answer that question, I would like to summarize it. Like that's probably the easiest way I could put it. There's no way to avoid toxic people initially. And the reason why that is, is because there's no way to really know if somebody is toxic until you actually take the time to get to know them. Because people can become toxic for different reasons. Like, there are people out there who we know from, like, within a couple minutes of being around that person or after, like, one interaction with that person, we are able to determine from that one interaction that we don't want that individual in our lives. But, oftenly, that's not how it commonly plays out. What commonly happens is, over a period of time, of hanging out with the individual and getting to know that individual and while being able to observe that individual over that period of time and bear witness of how that person, um, I guess, performs throughout multiple life situations, that 
what helps us reach the conclusion on whether or not that individual could be toxic for us. And I hope that makes sense. Like, it'd be nice. Like, I would honestly think it would save everybody some time if we were just able to see someone and from that first interaction to be able to say, oh, okay, this person is toxic. Let's move on and be able to carry on with our life. But unfortunately, that's not how things often plays out. And that has this good and bad because... Yes, the bad part, of course, is having to spend our personal time just to figure out in the end that someone isn't bad, isn't good for us or is toxic for us. That sucks because like time is one of those things that we would never get back. And in the end, once you get to a point where you have to cut out someone that's toxic, it could make it that much difficult because once you invest time into something, it becomes difficult to just to cut it off because I don't think any of us wants to pretty much lose out on the investment and, and spending time with someone, getting to know someone is essentially an investment. And anytime we have to throw away of uh, an investment, it kind of feels like oh, a big waste and nobody wants to be left feeling that way. So that's the part that sucks. But on the other hand, I would say the good part about going through the process of spending time with someone, getting, getting to know that individual and in the end, finding out or figuring out that that person is toxic is that whole life experience. Because once you go through a situation and be able to get to a point or be able to have this realization that this type of personality trait or a person that conducts their self in a certain behavior or reacts a certain ways to a certain situation is not good for you, that thought would never leave your brain. And it's kind of weird to say it that way, but just think about it like this. For example, when it comes to cheating, most of us have clues or like basic clues that we look for to be able to provide us a, some type of indication that the person that we're engaged with or the, the person that we're trying to get to know or or the person that we are involved with is cheating. And those basic clues that we look for can just be based off intuition or just from sharing stories with friends or family or whatever. And say for whatever unfortunate reason, they end up being involved with someone who was cheating, but was doing it in a different way that didn't trigger one of those preemptive clues that we had to pin on to trigger that thought in our brain that the person could possibly be cheating. Nine times out of 10, because they're not going about they're cheating in a fashion that we recognize as what a cheater would be doing, it would kind of make it more difficult to catch on. And hopefully what happens is at some point in time, the person that's been cheating on is able to figure out in some other fashion that, yes, indeed, that person that they have been involved with has been cheating. But then from that point on, that person is able to go through the process in which they're able to analyze how come that person was able to get away with it and 
not trigger their senses, their cheating senses. I hate to say that, but that person was able to get away with cheating for so long because it didn't trigger the person's original cheating senses. And because that individual had to go through that whole situation, now they have a new tool inside their toolbox. And for the next person that they would deal with, they also will have their original clues or indicators for someone that might be cheating in addition to what they learned from the person who was cheating on them in the previous relationship or whatever. So hopefully that makes sense. Like I pretty much ensure it is by going through situations or by not a sensation, but by going through the process of learning that someone is indeed toxic for us it can teaches us it teaches us in the long run what type of people we want in our lives and yes it does now the unfortunate part is that the more you and i think this is something that i struggle with is the more you pinpoint or i should say pinpoint the longer your list becomes of the toxic behaviors that you don't want to deal with the more difficult it could make into building natural organic connections. And the reason why I say that is because, because like for the most part, yes, it is good to have a list of behavioral traits that in which we don't want to be connected to or for individuals who we don't want to deal with. But I think the negative aspect of that is we could have a, a huge list of big hangups in which makes us not want to deal with people or, or in general, like if we have a big list of hangups, it could on an initial introduction to somebody new, it could make it very difficult to be able to build a connection. And one thing that remains true or something that I've found has been true among all of us is that most of the behaviors that we all subscribe to is for the most part based off some type of like bigger childhood story or some type of like story that could provide a deeper explanation into some of the actions that we choose to take or the way we think about certain situations as individuals. So I would say having a big list of hangups and if you completely abide by that list you don't grant yourself the opportunity to be able to engage with that person and for them to have a chance to share some insight on some of their personal story which i think is is extremely important because that little bit of background that that individual could shed about themselves or tell about themselves could create a deeper understanding as into why they behave or think the same way which could possibly propel the relationship or the connection overall and into a a bigger bigger state so that's something that i would keep in mind so hopefully this was useful information for you well well, hopefully you found this useful if you have any questions or if anybody has any questions please feel free to send me an email at benefits of being single at gmail.com or if you like you can also leave me a comment on the website at benefits of being single pod.com and Thank you for tuning in and I will talk to you again soon. Thank you.